You're listening to Pod of Wonder, the podcast that builds a world using random Wikipedia articles and then plays a game in that world. This season, it's divine felines and canines, a pantheon where every god is either a cat or a dog, metaphorically speaking. So the the crux of the question is when somebody says three to five, what math are they actually representing? I think it's a question of the the order of operations. Like, are we, yeah. are we following our, our PEMDASs or are we going in the written order? And so and we're just trying to figure out how many lorns there would be. So if somebody just says three to five, are you imagining three plus two plus five? Or are you imagining three plus four plus five? Or are you imagining three to the power of five? Literally just started because my computer had you're gonna to have to rephrase that or state that. I yeah, it sounds like Morgan Sorry. is away. But I would just like to thank whatever crypt in my brain I pulled PEMDAS out from. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know what that word is. That's the that's the it's that's the order of operations. It's the order of operations. <laughs> oh, when you're doing a maths. Mm-hmm. Hello. What parens? Express the the exponent. Yeah, parentheses, exponents, multiply, multiply, divide, add, subtract. Mm-hmm. Femdas. I've Femdas. never heard that before. So, how many lorns are in a three to five? Yeah, how many lorns in a three to five? Morgan, we need to know what. You don't have to answer that, Morgan. <laughs> I don't. I don't even know what on earth you are talking about. We're talking about the number of lorns. Yeah. Okay. It's the Lord of Lorne, and it turned out that possibly this one or another one would be forlorn, so it was the question of who oh. would come before it after. Okay. That makes sense, kind of. <laughs> right. So I was suggesting that it would be 12 Lorne, and other people who were uh, also. Oh, other people. Other people were arguing in, uh, granted, a toothsome way that the math would be different. My only thought when I just heard Lauren was immediately just the uh, the one character from Angel, the the host. The karaoke oh yeah, host. same. What kind <laughs> so, of a Lauren was, I was like, that? Are we talking about Angel karaoke? No. <laughs> if only. Anyway. 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 So we we just assumed that nothing is usable from our last half yeah. episode so we're, we're just gonna start fresh uh yeah. you know reuse your article from last time if you want but you know otherwise come up with a new one and oh goodness don't even remember what the article was yeah i think i'm just gonna start fresh i know i can't I'm having trouble deciding because i really did like my article from last time but then i really like the article i just rolled up too but i don't know well, i don't know i don't know yeah everyone I'm, else needs some I'm, time well, yeah well we can stall for time by doing the whole introduction thingy. Yeah, that too. That we've gotten pretty good about doing regularly without yeah. Morgan having to remind us. Exactly. That's true. Part of Wonder, Season 9, Divine Canines and Felines. Uh, this is going to be the last god we're making this season, because theoretically we could go on making gods forever, and we have to stop at some point. Uh, I'm Danny. Any pronouns are fine. And I have to stop at some point. You mean, yeah, that you don't trail off in every direction forever, or? 
I mean, I, I do like to trail off, but it's usually not very far and long. And oh no, Morgan's having audio problems. I'm guessing. No, no. no. motherfucker. No. No. no, no. All right, let's just start with the with the with the intro. All right, uh, second time introduction, Pod of Wonder, season nine, Divine Felines and Canines. This is our last god that we are going to be making for the season because it's the kind of thing that could go on forever unless we stop it ourselves. And I am Danny, and any pronouns are fine. And I'm generally got a handle on things as long as they're functioning fine, but once they break, I have no clue. Um, I am Morgan. Uh, they, them, or he, him pronouns, and... I am a bane to technology, apparently. I'm Maria, I have they, them pronouns, and I am toothsome, but not chewy. At least I don't think. I haven't really tasted myself yet. I'm Mike, um, homely and not toothsome. Mushy? Mushy, mostly hot sauce. Is that the pronouns? Not hot sauce? (laughs) works. Mostly hot sauce. Oh, mostly hot sauce. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Like a very confused right winger. My pronouns are mostly and hot sauce. (laughs) (laughs) Clap, 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 clap. Ah, that's the. I'm so sorry. That's it. Yeah. Uh, uh, pronouns. (laughs) In. They are so certain that they are really funny. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> so, <laughs> that was funny, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's not intentional. It's very funny. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so last time we made uh, Angelique, who was the former god of time, who decided that she did not want to be a, a god of time and instead wanted to be lesbian Sherlock Holmes. Oh, right. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of it. I love her. She was cool. So tonight, what will be the last god commence article ling? I mean, I can go first this time if you want. Yeah. Okay. Take, go us, for it. take us there. All right. I rolled up Ragnarok. <laughs> Norwegian band, though. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> almost, almost appropriate for the last god, but I mean, it feels could, still like could it. be, still could be. It's it's a uh, Norwegian black metal band uh, formed in uh, Sarpsborg, Germany, in 1994 by Jerv and Jontho after they left Thoth their previous band. So I guess they've kind of, uh, you know, dipped around into theologies. Lyrical themes include Norse mythology, Vikings, Satanism, war, anti-Christianity. There's a, a decent little write-up on their, their career here. Uh, but what it made me think of is a god who is looking for Armageddon and is just like cycling through every human um theology trying to organize whichever one whichever one they they're they're in charge of making the end of times come and they just have to set up the organization of like requirements 
for whichever one comes first. And, you know, as humans sort of add on to their like theology and their myth systems, um, they add on to their list of requirements needed to be met. And they're just sort of trying in a bureaucratic way, trying to organize the end of times as established by human belief. Interesting. Mm, yeah. So I changed my mind. I'm not going to to do the article that from our, our last episode um, because I have Issa, the Irish Seed Savers Association, <laughs> is a our our second uh, Irish volunteer group article of the season. Uh, ISSA is an Irish non-governmental organization founded in 1991 that maintains a seed bank with over 600 non-commercially available varieties of seeds. They aim to protect, conserve, and utilize Irish plant genetic resources, promote agricultural biodiversity, educate the public on agricultural biodiversity, and research seen grain and vegetable fruit varieties suited to Ireland's temperate maritime climate. Hmm. Hmm. I do think that Irish ingenuity, looking mm-hmm. forward. Saving people from caves, putting plants back into caves, potentially. Mm. Yeah. That's a pretty fun end time kind of thing. And and maybe this could also be something associated with the the surface, which we've described in vague terms, where they're like, like maybe trying to cultivate some plants from up there or to like preserve something for a time when they maybe hope to return to the surface. Oh yeah. that would, That's nice. Like we talked a little bit about the potential of, you know, things getting very uninhabitable on the surface. So, you know, trying to bring a little bit of that down into the underworld would be interesting. Or just be closing up the, uh, the actual access points between above and below. Hmm. 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 Cool. I am also going to pick a different one than I (laughs) did last week. So my article is shock advertising or shock vertising. Um, It's a type of advertising that deliberately rather than accidentally startles and defends its audience by violating norms for social values and personal ideals. Well, actually, never mind. I <laughs> I was, did not read beyond the first few words, uh, and I thought it was just going to be um, a jump scare in the advertising. No, it's actually really, like, it, I, I don't know. This is... Is it, is it going to get racist? It... It, I can't figure out how I would turn it into a god in any way, shape, or form. So I am going to instead return to, um, you know, classic favorite from last week, The Splayed. <laughs> <laughs> My article is The Splayed. Um, it's an eating utensil combining the functions of spoon, knife, and fork. It was invented in the 40s in Australia. Yeah, it's got a spoon shape with four fork tines, and it has two hard, flat edges on either side, suitable for cutting through soft food. Um, so, yeah, it's the splayed, and it's <laughs> spelled S-P-L-A-Y-D. They're so fancy. Very In fancy. their velvet box. 
the picture on the splayed box says for use by the television set. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Like TV TV eats TV has arms Mm. and needs utensils to eat TV dinners. Mm. That'd be some shock for tizing right there. (laughs) Well, Mm. um, I'm sticking with Lord of Lorne and the false steward. Um, it's from it's a ballad from 1580, which is about the son of Lorne who mastered his schoolwork quickly, and his father sent him to France with a steward to learn a foreign language. The steward starved him, and when he went to drink from a river, followed him to drown him. Uh, the son pleaded for mercy. The steward stripped him naked and gave him rags and sent him out to beg service. He went to work for a shepherd. Oh, um, shit. That's just the beginning. Wow. Um, uh, the steward sold the clothing and set himself up as the Lord of Lorne, persuading the Duke of France's daughter to marry him. The Duke of France? The son was in the Duke's lands, and the lady noticed him, summoned him. This is the original Lord of Lorne. Summoned him to find out why he was so mournful. He told her a letter to the Lord of Lorne. He summoned up his men and went to the castle and established there who was his son and who was the traitor. And then uh, a whole bunch of murder, and then the original Lorne hmm. married the, the the lady. Hooray! Fascinating. That's like the Goose Girl story, right? Um, Ooh, yeah, and like the nettles and everything. Right, and where they cut off her the horse's head, and then they speak to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What yes. article do we like? I kind of like the seeds. Yeah, seeds are cool. I also kind of like um, going through all of the end times one by one to see which one is going to actually work. Yeah. Like there's something kind of interesting to me about like maybe someone like, especially the bureaucracy aspect of like collecting different faiths ideas of what the end times are and kind of like collecting them, monitoring them and maybe like subtly trying to enact all of them like trying mm. to keep in line the various prophecies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I kind of, I, I mean, obviously I like that one since I thought it out so much. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I any of these are very fun. Yeah. I don't know where my article goes. I just like Lord of Lorne mm-hmm. <laughs> just as a thing to say. Yeah. I mean, it could be the, it feels like that's a a very common story amongst, you know, different uh, mythologies. You know, it could be the maybe it's the god of that specific s- story and how it fits mm. into. It's the god of this story, right? Or th- not even the god of this story, but like the story itself is the god. I, I think there are easier articles to to deal mm. with. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And take a look at this black metal <laughs> band. I mean, they've got some pretty killer names. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's like some literally. good names in here. I like how their drummer was with the band from the very start, but then in 2014 became their their lead vocalist. <laughs> God, yeah. That's happened before, though, right? Probably, but I, I, 
I also kind of like the idea of like just through sheer longevity, you move from like the back of the stage to the front as mm. like different members come and go. <laughs> I like how there's a, a chart of the timeline of members. Yeah. <laughs> mm, yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm following is like that orange, that orange line all the way up and then boom becomes the lead vocalist. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like, Oh, all right, Jasso, I guess you've, you've, earned your place here. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what I want to know is why Jatho had to give up drums when lead vocals came on. Cause like whatever Phil Collins, right? <laughs> well, and how was he doing keyboard and drums simultaneously? In around 98. You got two hands. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. just doing <laughs> lead vocals and guitar at the same time. That's obvious. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm now I'm imagining that like John Tho will eventually subsume all of the roles in the band. Mm-hmm. Like oh he'll, he'll find a way to play a guitar at the same time <laughs> as he's he's keyboarding and drumming and singing. It's just the one man band. It's classic. That's very classic. You don't really see that much anymore, right? No. Where I you have the hurdy gurdy and like the drums attached to your feet walking around and all that stuff. Is that what you're thinking of? Anyway, I don't know what I would actually do with this band i mean they're fun to talk about but i don't have any Mm -hmm. ideas for them (laughs) i mean the seeds seem pretty straightforward easy to work with yeah 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 all right let's do seeds let's do seeds yeah i mean i basically read the the whole article so it's really what what we're bringing to the seed party here? Yeah. Okay. Clock stopwatch. No wait, no, not stopwatch. Timer. 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 Fifteen minutes for the Ooh. Irish Seed Savers Org. Sorry, the Irish Seed Savers Association to save our seed. Sticking with it. Sticking with it. Use an old sock. Go. 15 minutes now. Starting. (laughs) Old sock. I. I mean, just to to get the pantheon part out of the way, we we've had Ikro, and now we have Issa. Uh-huh. Is, is what what is the relation? Is there a relationship? What is it between these two, Ikro and Issa? What was Ikro again? Uh, Ikro was the the god of the overworld who had a bunch mm. of uh, like un undead ish servants to rescue people from caves and and just general situations. Now that everybody lives in caves, mm. <laughs> well, mm. I mean. I guess I'm still stuck on this bureaucracy uh, sort of idea of God uh, activity. So I would say that um, Ikro uh, has an assistant, uh, Issa, right? Am I getting the names correct? Yeah. Uh, Who, when saving the individuals from their situations... (laughs) the underground also is participating in manifest destiny and uh, <laughs> going 
Mm. Sorry, guys. Maybe let's not. <laughs> okay. Maybe not that that exact. Uh, yeah, maybe not. <laughs> maybe a different. <laughs> yeah, a less baggage laden phrase. Yes. Is participating in government um, or God sanctioned uh, seed spilling? Oh my god. Yeah, like like when maybe whenever somebody gets rescued, mm. just sort of you know drop a few seeds down there, right? To kind of you know to like mark the the territory as your own because you know you've grown something. Yeah, you're right sowing your wild oats, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, yeah. So uh, Issa, assistant to Ikro. Yeah, let's uh, talk a, b- a bit more about what she, they, whomever, however, does. <laughs> so, I mean, th- there is this preservation uh, kind of mission to the the Irish Association. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. like, what 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 is it about the seeds that Issa is kind of dropping? Like, are they? Like, is she trying to, like, give them new home? Are they, are like, above-ground plants that she's trying to give new homes? Is it, like, like is it experiments? Is it present? Pre- is it preservation? I, mean, hmm. I think in some part, yeah, for sure. Uh, but also, you know, they are gods of an upper world that is dying and to maintain their hold on, you know, prayer and praise and, and continuing to be known, not dying off as gods, they need to reestablish themselves in a new world. So, so the seeds, I guess these ones are literal. (laughs) Mm. Okay. I still kind of like the idea of, the the seeds being planted in order to um, sort of shore up or plug up the holes between the upper and lower worlds. So it's mm. sort of like twofold preservation. One, the preservation of these seeds and plants and things, but also the preservation of the distinction between what is above and what is below. So, in a way, sort of preventing some of the younger gods from getting in these holes and sort of uh, messing with, in whatever way that means, what's below ground, and simultaneously messing with what would normally be above ground. And uh, the younger or the older gods? Well, the 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 younger gods can get through the holes. Um, and the larger gods, as we have established, if they decide to, can shrink down and move through these holes. So um, maybe mm. this preservation is trying to restore some sort of balance so that these these two worlds are not constantly um, interfering with each other. Yes. So I... I think what we came up with, I like, I, I, I think you're thinking of uh, Oriol and Pitohui, 
where like, yeah, the, the older gods are too big to fit. And so in order to fit, they have to like shrink down by undergoing uh, a transformation and like a change in profile. Right. So, so I think, yeah, the, the, that kind of mission that maybe not, maybe not a society wide mission mission, maybe just this particular faith, but like making these, making it more difficult for the above ground gods to get in or to kind of, force them to like adapt and change to the way of life underground if they want to come in right or or maybe even more simply if you're already uh god that's small enough to get in and you're already here then you're and by here i mean in the underworld or the underground um you're pretty much sticking with it if uh Mm -hmm. isra is is going to have their way of sort of just plugging up all of the movements between these places. I don't know if that idea goes anywhere, but it's kind of appealing in my head. I I think it's uh, like a good world building kind of point, though. Like something that we we kind of talked around in that Pitohui episode. I think Morgan bought up that the idea that the above ground is kind of toxic. And so, mm. like, pl- plants are, like, kind of serving a purpose through their roots, kind of purifying, like, kind of Nausicaa style. Yeah. And and so maybe that what, what Issa is doing can be, like, you know, part protection, part kind of purification of the, uh, like, of, of things coming from above. Yeah, like, part of the filtering but also, I'm, I'm, keep, I'm sorry I keep hammering on this point, but that, the other thing that I'm thinking about in terms of planting seeds and such is that one of the possible benefits is avoiding, say, erosion or something like that. So right. um, you're protecting what's below from what's above and vice versa. Um, mm. Ooh, yeah. So, so it's not like you're purifying that which is below, and it's not like you're... Um, benefiting what's above so much as just keeping a balance to it bringing a balance and keeping dare i say the things that are in their place in their place which i don't mean Mm -hmm. any any kind of i don't mean anything larger than that grammatically right (laughs) yeah yeah and and i think that works with the article in maybe kind of twisting the meaning a bit of preservation like not right. only of like these heritage seeds, but like like kind of keeping a balance between like what what is above and what is below. Like if if above wants to come below, it has to kind of change in some way so that it doesn't disrupt things too greatly. Right, like, or yeah. w- will need to make its own hole again if it wants to. Yeah, get in or or whatever. So this would be sort of like, in a way, the the end times story of gods as such. Not necessarily the end of the world, but the end of the line in terms of uh, gods and progenitors and, and sort of messing with these two worlds, if that makes sense. This would, this would be sort of like the final possible god within the mythology. Hmm. Mm. Um, what, what about maybe in like the, 
kind of the end of gods in a very broad sense. Like we, we've discussed like the older gods are very broad things while the underground gods are very specific things. And so the kind of idea is that we don't want one single God controlling so much of an aspect of our, of our lives. Like we, we don't want a God of fire. We want a God of a particular like road that we walk upon. Like we, we don't Mm. need a God of, of the moon. We, we want a God of like left shoes. Like no, if, if no one God is ever too powerful, it can't, control so much of our lives Mm. right yeah but the other thing that i wonder about is um so there there are all these smaller and younger gods which made their way underground um but i think one of the other things that we established was that if you're very small and very young potentially you don't know what you're the god of yet and Mm -hmm. you can potentially get larger and larger as you mature so if there's this balance maintained, perhaps there's some future time where there are very large gods underground which have organically um, matured there, and now they are really just the gods which are part of the underworld, but they're, they're potentially maturing to the size of something much larger. Mm-hmm. Um, again, that's world building, and that has something to do with this particular god. So, yeah, um, mm. but I, I'm thinking of what Maria was talking about about bureaucracies, and yeah. maybe in in a, like a very quiet way, this like this assistant to a, a larger, more present god is like quietly kind of keeping tabs on like all of these gods and keeping them from like getting too big that they disrupt society like maybe Ooh, kind like of pruning stepping them in. like bonsai y- yes yes <laughs> yeah just like oh like you're a little too big here we need to like snip off this divine portfolio into like a sub god now you know, you you the god of like money. There is got too big. Now there is a god of paper and a god of metal coins, and so you know, th- yeah. therefore money. And, like, yeah, you, and you like go. this god is so specific and like has so much to do because gods are always constantly growing and changing and everything. Like, there's no chance that she'd become like way too big either. So like should. Like, by doing her work, she's almost pruning herself, kind of, like, maintaining and, like, managing the size. Yeah, yeah. like, because the, the idea of preservation can get out of hand and lead to stagnation. So, mm-hmm. like, th- there are times where she might have to prune herself in some way. Yeah. Or, like, like let certain things grow in, in order to, like, ensure that good change still happens. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like I like the idea that maybe gods are when they're looking at their like ratings or their like their like mm-hmm. year end um you know evaluations. I don't know who who would be doing these evaluations, but it seems like there must be some sort of uh auditing council. Mm-hmm for gods that 
that there would be a statistic that says, well, okay, so, you know, Amil, the god of all money, answered none of my prayers. But then I prayed to the god of coins and, you know, I got an answer. And and so five stars and and the, the, that kind of like boosts a smaller you know, like, like, like kind of like yelp for gods oh god yeah well just like a, that you know that being a god has has a very interactive experience with the human experience because mm. or the, the you know supplicant experience because uh you have to be able to appeal to your supplicants and have an office big enough to do that and sleek enough to do that or else you know it's going to be it's going to be a, it's going to be a bad experience and you're going to you're not going to hit no prayers today mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> I'm, like... sending a, I'm sending a, a strongly worded note yeah like from what we've established i think the the regular human people in this civilization have to be aware of their ability to create gods in some way. So mm-hmm. they, they might have that sort of like feedback system or like even through simply word of mouth, like, Hey, this God like comes when you like helps you out when you ask them to like versus this one, like, yeah, it, it very slow to respond like three out of five stars, Item as described, but shipping was slow. <laughs> I, I spent I spent four hours every night for a week on my knees in prayer, and I got nothing, nothing but a uh, but a uh, thank you for reaching out. We're responding. <laughs> yeah, your prayer is very important to us. We will answer it when the order is received. <laughs> Expect in the next two to three weeks a response from one of our uh, prayer response specialists. <laughs> Please don't respond to this email. Yeah, it is auto-generated. This, yeah, from an unmonitored mailbox. Uh, is that is that good? Do we want an extension or anything? It, it feels like we're getting into some interesting conversations, but... Um, I'm okay with calling it as it is, especially because yeah. I'm going to have to make dinner after this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we've got yeah. another world boating episode next, so I think we can yeah take take a little more time with that. But uh, cool. that would put uh, Maria, you are in the hot seat. <laughs> I do like to be there. Yeah, I you do. I promise this time. Okay. I've got, my <laughs> I've got my paper. I remember everyone's <laughs> names as they give them to me. <laughs> That was great, though. <laughs> really yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you Just, enjoyed it. It was very stressful. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All of your creative efforts are sliding past my brain like so much <laughs> on sausage. It fit the I character, mean, though. Yeah. It was, it was very good. Meow. Who is this Maria person supposed to be? Oh, yeah. Um, That's what I want to know. 
Is Maria one of these uh, people who are, are actually in charge of uh, following up and, and seeing how these gods are performing? Yeah, like gods kind of on the cusp of getting too big, maybe. And mm. it's like a kind of an interview to see if we're like might need to get broken up or something. Oh yeah. See if we're due for a trim. Oh, and, and even more fun what we are being trimmed into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We can get our assignments. Like what will, what will happen? Oh, hi, Susu. What is it? Where are you? <laughs> so is the, the game. <laughs> that, that's her. Mm-hmm. Is the game something as simple as we are gods which are a little bit too big and then Maria's assignment is just to split us into two separate things each? I know Maria really enjoys getting into character. So, yeah. Like, we should give, give, give them something interesting to play with. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're a god that's coming before, like, you know, little panel... Where like where maybe like a first round of like you know that potential pruning candidates uh-huh. may need to go through like we have like we'll ask questions about like oh yeah how much have you been doing here or whatever and then like yeah pruning or like guidance on like okay you know you want to stay within these like guidelines or whatever or like here's how you expand if you want to be like pruned or something like that cuz i feel like maybe some gods would want to be pruned something that i kind of thought of but didn't get to say when maria was talking about the gods kind of getting too big and making plans is like kind of like the equivalent of like divine tax shenanigans like <laughs> Like kind of mm-hmm. hiding hiding your like your godliness away or like reinvesting it in your worshippers so that you don't mm. end up being broken up. Yeah, yeah. Like maybe we could be kind of like the the equivalent of like stock bros, but for gods <laughs> kind of Yeah, advisors. <clears throat> yeah. I think it it would make sense for there to be like that kind of collaboration either like among the gods or like even humans kind of offering gods services and advice on how mm-hmm. not to get broken up. You know, yeah, like stock bros are like almost a career panel or something like, you know, maybe you want to like expand and then like get broken up and then like start over again because maybe you're just kind of down with that. Well, and that would increase your reach to a certain extent, right? Yeah, like guiding your interests so you get broken up in a certain way. Right. In a way that isn't disadvantageous to you. Yeah. Um, my brain sort of fell out for a second here. So we are <laughs> gods, and then who's Maria? Is the, the advisor on how to get our market share larger without... I think we're the advisor, Maria is the god. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and so, like, Maria will come and, like, will be asking them like oh you know well how much did you do this time or whatever or like how many answered prayers have there been over the last like three quarters of a century or something like that like yeah like num we got numbers like is, is there any kind of side thing that you're interested in that isn't what you're currently doing that you could maybe put a little godliness into hmm. like i'm not saying you're gonna get broken up but some of these numbers aren't looking good for you yeah, like, we're, like, 
edgy versions of when your bank like calls you once a year and is like, hey, do you want to come in and like just talk about your account? Yeah. (laughs) My bank does that every year and I'm like, I I always feel like so bad. I feel I like make excuses as to why I'm too busy because I feel bad Mm. just being like, no, I don't want to. Like, yes, I am content just having my money sit in a checking account. Thank you. Yes. I don't know what stonks are. No. Yeah, if, if you're going with that, what is Maria the god of, in, like, in danger of getting broken up? Mm. Or, or has concerns about it? Something kind of big, but not real big. Mm. So not, like, atmospheric conditions. Ooh, what about, like... Uh, like a new trendy like food or drink or something. Mm. Or like the the god of kombucha kind of thing, you mean? Or Yeah. Like low key popular for a while. Then like some people picked you up and now you're really popping off and Yeah. Like like maybe like started as the god of kombucha, but like you're kind of trending towards being like the god of fermentation and that's a little too big. Yeah. Like you, you started out with just the one flavor that was good. Now you're adding in all these botanicals. That's that's good. That's stretching the brand a little bit. But now you're offering a line of juices. That's that's <laughs> too far outside of what you're doing. You might get broken up if you keep going down that road. So, what kind of questions would we ask? Not. I I like what you were saying about numbers kind of general stuff like hey how many prayers have you answered in the like the fiscal decade Mm -hmm. which is like that's that's kind of like where i was leaning also in terms of like this is kind of every every decade like counseling or something of like career counseling like like what is your like what are your plans like and then we like give like we ask you questions and maybe we'll give some advice or something Uh uh-huh yeah but like on a divine time scale where like a decade is a, a pretty short period of time for an yeah, employee. Maybe it's like every 50 years. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like quarterly. Because like, like we're still like, we're still small gods at this point, but they might be rapidly growing. But like we're still on a big time scale. It's just a little shrunk down by the size of the gods, but maybe like every 50 years and then it goes to like every hundred years and then it goes to like mm-hmm. every 500 years, that kind of thing. Yeah. It's been a hundred years since the last time we met and like, okay, here we go. How's your brand growing or whatever. Yeah. Like a really famous person started drinking kombucha and a bunch of, a bunch of people yeah. really like found out about you because of that. Yeah, and so, like, there's, it's, like, this is that time period of, like, rapid growth, but, like, you know, you want to, like, get a better sense of, like, what your intentions are, like, are you aiming to, like, increase that or not? Where do you want to go with your godhood? Mm-hmm. Cool. Is that enough to work with? I think so. Yeah. We can also just, like, make sure to tell Maria that we're gonna, like, give a little bit of advice, so, like, you know, just as a... I don't think that'll be a, like a super necessary thing, but like just as a little like oh guideline for like you know the back and forth. Yeah, well, like we'll, we'll set up the scenario pretty pretty thoroughly. Cool. Like, we'll be talking a bit. It, it won't eat into your time. Shit. What's 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 Maria's name? The booch. The booch. The there booch. we go. Here. Got it in one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're creating two gods this episode. You get a freebie. Yeah. Mike left to get you, so now we have to wait for Mike to come back. <laughs> yeah, somebody call me so I know to come back. Okay. 
Anyway, Maria. Yes. You are the booch. The booch. <laughs> I'll write that down. The booch. Yeah, the booch. yeah leave it, leave, leaving pauses for you to take notes. The booch is the god of kombucha. As, as you know, kombucha has been getting really big over the past uh, quarter century or so. And yeah, we are offering our services as divine advisors to kind of help you guide your growth in in certain directions uh, make sure you keep track of all your numbers and we're not saying you're in danger of getting broken up by Issa but if you do get broken up by Issa we want to make sure that happens in a way that is most beneficial to you yeah so we're gonna be we're gonna be asking some questions about you know some numbers some interests giving you a little bit of advice along the way right. and and leveraging synergy really is what we're, we're hoping to accomplish here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. First off, do you have three questions for us to be very specific about the rules of the hot seat? Uh, did I call you all here today for this meeting or are you reaching out to me? These are regularly scheduled um, advisory meetings, um, you know, like like humans would do with a a college advisor, except for on a more divine time scale. So, um, you know, for the first couple hundred years, we would, we would be meeting every 50 years. After that, we'd be meeting every 100 years until you get to 500 years, and then we would be meeting every 500 years, etc. So this is your, um, this is the 300-year meeting. 300-year meeting, okay. Yes, yeah, so Please, you've been so you met with us a few times before. Maybe not us exactly, but you met with our panel. It's these are the ch- regular check-ins. Okay, I am so sorry. I am so sorry. It slipped my mind. I need to. Nah, talk nah, you're okay. You're okay, kiddo. Yeah, so you. we're all we're all here now. We're all here now. Yeah, and it seems like you've been pretty busy lately. So you know, don't feel bad about that. Don't feel bad about success. Yeah, I got to be honest with you. It is wild over here. We have orders coming in that we are we are just we are struggling to meet. Uh, yeah, no, actually, this is coming in a really good time. I am. Um, I'm looking back through my files. I'm looking back through my emails over the last 300 years. My last handbook from uh, God Association uh, Assistance uh, LLC is. From about 235 years ago. Um, has there been an update since? Uh, I, I'm so sorry. I just I want to be looking at the same material when we meet. So the manual has been updated only a little bit. We've replaced all the words the with the word a and all the words a with the word the. So that will technically legally change all of the meanings of everything in your handbook but uh, shouldn't actually change the text in any meaningful way. Just look at look over the file that you have and just in your head transmute everything to the opposite of what you think it means, and uh, I think we'll be on the same page then. I'll, I'll have this over to my assistant, uh, ASAP, uh, and they can uh, run through it. Uh, you said they to uh, the to ah uh, and ah uh, to the... Yes. Okay, I'll have the changes made on my end. Um, but if you could uh, send me a new manual after the meeting, so that so that we can uh, correlate, uh, that that would be that would be just great. 
Right. So we'll send you the new manual and you can send us our the old manual back and then send the new manual back to us and we'll return your original manual to you. Um, I think that's probably the most expedient thing to do here. Okay. Um, seeing as this is uh, my 300 years meeting and I am really hoping that we are going to get to that 500 years meeting situation where everything's calmed down, everything is in place. Uh, I'm just wondering uh, if you, I mean, because we have our own rating system, our own uh, user feedback, but, but you know, I, I do know that when you are surveying a very particular audience, you can get skewed schematics. Do you have a, a, a wider praise-wide uh, schematic for me to look at? Uh, with, you know, maybe our star rating and a couple of uh, uh, nice reviews or maybe not so nice reviews? Yes, you are correct. We do have, we have praisers, we have appraisers, we have depraisers. And while we internally, we do have those numbers, but a lot of that is proprietary information or information that should only be shared with the affected clients. But we, we do have information on you that we can share. We, we took some, some uh, anonymous surveys, some feedback, some, uh, some follow-ups on uh, prayers. I think we, we can get to that when it comes up. But, uh, you know, right now, I think we're just all kind of curious about how you think that you are doing, uh, you know, in, in terms of uh, prayers received and, and prayers successfully answered, uh, in terms of, of satisfaction among worshipers and, uh, you know, dedicated and casual alike, how do you think you are doing the booch? Well, I do have to say the demand has been very high. As you all know, hundreds of thousands of prayers a day, millions a week. And keeping up with that demand has been a little bit difficult. Uh, we are hiring, hiring, hiring. We have flyers out to, uh, you know, the youngest gods, those who aren't even online yet. We have um, people looking into hiring people away from other gods. You know, those <laughs> some of those nutrition bars from a few years ago just aren't as popular as they used to be, they're just not as tasty, you know? And when they understand that they can get a faster, higher quality, more nutritious supplement from uh, Booch, you know, they're, they're coming over. But we still need to offload those employees and onload them to our... Uh, uh, divinity you know uh so yeah i I, i'd say that we that we're doing great we have a lot of great reviews but we are struggling a little bit to meet the demand and that's where i think that you gods could come in well certainly we could certainly we could and and we have in the past um for Lauren here speaking, um, and as you will remember, uh, my market share increased dramatically once I uh, dumped that that fifth into a, a separate bucket, as it were. Um, gory at the time, but I think it was the right choice. So I think what we could propose to you 
is increasing market share by leveraging the synergy of splitting oneself. Um, so the Gooch, I know that you've got a couple of different flavor profiles going on here. Uh, one thing that I might suggest is fizziness go one way and syrup go another. Uh, because that's that's going to increase your market share dramatically, but it's also going to uh, not really compress your situation so much. It wouldn't be sort of taking all of the air out of the room and putting it into one little bottle, if you know what I mean. So would you be interested in just being a little bit fizzy on one side and a little bit drinky on the other? Yeah, four. I really, I really have to push back on that a little bit because I do understand that two of our main draws are the fizziness and the syrup. I mean, we've really dialed into both when we're building our brand, and I really, I, I think that what you may be looking at is a breakdown of individuals who do value one over the other. But I don't think that we separated <laughs> the interest of an individual with one without the other. I do think that fizziness and syrupy are not going to be desirable each on its own. I think it's the combination of the two that it was really drawing the individual to this product. Fascinating. Fascinating. Our, um, our final uh, question. Um, if you were to potentially, cause it's always a, it's always a possibility. If you were to have to choose between being pruned and potentially split up versus continuing to expand at a, you know, more more measured guided rate uh, that might be more entertaining in the long run, which would you want to choose? I, th- I think that currently we are on a good trajectory to continue expanding at our current mm. rate as, as one unit, but I, I understand exactly what you're saying. We are struggling to fill demand, but we really do need to ride this popularity as a one- item god okay you just cannot just make sure that you're not expanding too 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 far afield because you're you know you some people might want you to you know start being in charge of wellness some people might start wanting you to be in charge of fermentation as well so like just really dial into the kombucha no i think you're right i think you're right yeah we're not interested your specialization is key yeah, no, we're not interested in those other categories. I do think we would like to take shares in them, but uh, mm. I would like to reach that 500-year level and then talk about diversification. Anyway, that's 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 all the time for our meeting. We've been <laughs> we're on a very strict yeah. schedule. Got a lot of got a lot of folks like you to chat with. Um, thanks. We you, you're doing great. Uh, stick with it, kid, and you'll you'll go far. I really appreciate the input. I, it's been immeasurable today. All right. <laughs> see you uh, for another three minutes in about 25 years or so. Just to, just to check in, but uh, keep up the good work. Watch your sugar. I've been uh, getting whispers from the Italian soda people. You, you start getting too <laughs> sweet, you, you'll be horning it on their territory. <laughs> yeah, it's a very fine line to tread because you don't want to get too sweet. You get into the Italian sodas, you don't want to get 
too fermented, then you get into the beers. I, I know. It's, you, you want to satisfy everyone in the field. You know, there are people on both sides asking for things, you know, that skew one way or the other. You want to keep them in your devotion base. But, you know, you can't. All right, all right. We're, that's all the time we got. We're going to yoink. And you're yoinked right off stage like a vaudeville actor. A lot of weird little gods in here. We got to keep it moving. <laughs> yeah, so I guess next stuff on the docket is that that god of yoinking. I think he's uh Yeah, the god of yoinking. Got a beef with the god of canes. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Anyway. <laughs> I need a drink at the pub. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check out the god of uh, you know, the fancy uh, mushroom wine and see what they've got going. <laughs> anyway, that was Pot of Wonder. Yeah, that's Pot of Wonder, baby. Watch your it's sugar. Us. Watch your sugar. Yep. This has been Pod of Wonder. You can follow us on Twitter at Pod of Wonder. And you can buy some t-shirts and stickers and stuff at society6.com slash podofwonder. Danny can be found on Twitter at DannyPlaysRPGs. And you can find the games Danny makes at DannyMakesRPGs.itch.io. Morgan can be found on Twitter at MorganTheFay. Faye spelled F-A-E because I know there's like eight different ways to spell Faye. Mike and Maria aren't on social media, like any good unfathomable cosmic being. Our opening theme is Opening by Komiku. Our closing theme is Music is Divine Inspiration by Johan Vandegrift. See you next time, Wanderers. Wanderers.